Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. And here we are together again. For the second time. Mm-hmm. For the second time as a co-host, right? Yeah. People have to get used to you. Right. Right. But, you know, nice to get that point of view, right? Um. <laughs> female point of view? Yeah. Yeah, so of course. Of course. Well, we've got our new, you know, yeah. we've got our go-to medium. It used to be John. Yeah, that's you right. Know, he used to get all the messages from uh, the yeah. spirits and... You know, I get them every once in a while, but not like uh, Rachel and John used to. But I'm still working on that. Yeah. So we're glad to have you. Well, thank you. And remember, if you see something <laughs> or yeah. if something comes to you, speak up and let us know. Because we don't want to wait till the very end. Right? Yes, I'll be better. Yes. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the last one that we did. Nice, yeah. With uh, Diane. With Diane. Quote, yeah. unquote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Um, yeah, especially when she popped up, and I I felt her like crazy, like right after. Yeah. And I was telling Rachel before you showed up. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was that night or the next night. I was at home mm-hmm. in the family room watching TV. I usually keep it pretty dark down there. We have the dimmer switches, and uh, I could see a small, slight figure with a white top sat down on the couch beside me, and. Boom, she popped into my head, and I was like, oh, there she is, because I was thinking about her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I made that promise that I would go back to that location and, and try and find her. Yep. And uh, hopefully I'm going to be able to do that soon, because the weather's gorgeous. Oh, it's beautiful. It's crazy hot the past few days. Anywho, our topic today, uh, and this came from a listener, and for the life of me, I can't find his name. I wasn't going to say the first name anyway, but... A gentleman had messaged me either through the Facebook page or through our email and asked us to do a, a topic or a, a podcast on protection, mm-hmm. on protecting ourselves. Because we talk a lot about being attacked and, and you know, and mm-hmm. things that happen to, you know, a lot of things that happened to poor John yeah. and some things that happened to me and Tony and, and Rachel's got her own stories and, and, uh, you know, Danny, you don't have any. <laughs> it's I, think, boring. I, I think they're I think they're scared of you or something. Or or you've just got some really good spirit guides around you, right? I, keeping, yeah, keeping the, the bad guys away. There's been a, a few psychics that I've known in in the past, or you know, that could see guides and stuff that have told me, "Oh my gosh, you're well protected." I don't know why. Hmm. I'm the chosen one. You're the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get a few, a couple of them tell me that, and I was like, okay, happy to have that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, maybe uh, Miss Rachel can connect with them one day and tell you who they are. Yeah, right. I'm planning on it. Planning on it. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> she has no room for me. Yeah. So <laughs> since Rachel's the the newbie, <sighs> yeah, we're gonna start with her. We're gonna get her mm-hmm. talking, and she has uh, two stories of mm-hmm. being attacked by. Something she couldn't see, but you know the identity of one. Yes. Right? Yep. So why don't we start with that one first? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, So this happened um, at an old church 
um, that has been uh, changed into a home. It's a friend of ours. And we were getting together for our little group that we get together for. and um, Our psychic medium development group, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And um, we were in a meditation. And um, while we were in the meditation, it was... Um, she came right to me, this lady that's part of this church, and uh, she's not a very nice lady. The spirit. This, yes. Right. This, the spirit that likes to be angry at this church. Mm-hmm. church <laughs> so, lady. yeah, the church lady. And <laughs> <Isn't yeah>. special. <laughs> she's not uh, particularly fond of um, our get togethers, that's for sure. So, um, while we were meditating, she came to me and um, she was very angry. And uh, she was like yelling at me in my meditation. So uh, we were having like a little battle, let's say. And um, do you remember what she was saying to you? Uh, yeah, she was telling me that what we were doing was not right, that uh, it wasn't um, um, part of the church, it wasn't uh, what God wanted us to do. Like she was very religious that way, and she was saying the preacher wouldn't accept what we were doing. And she was very threatening too. You need to get out. You need to stop doing this. And um, that that kind of battle was going on for, well, it felt like forever in my mind here, like as uh, we were meditating. Um, So as the meditation progressed, um, I, like, I just wasn't feeling very good. And I just kind of... um, uh, like I was reacting to her negativity, and um, when the we were done our meditation, the group was like, "Oh, what's going on with you, Rachel? Are you okay?" And I, I was like, like, "What? What did they notice?" That they just noticed that it was like I was my color had changed, and I I was having a hard time just even having like reactions, you know, like um, uh, I felt like I was frozen mm-hmm. inside. And, um, so I, I finally said to the, the team there, I was like, okay, I need some help. Something's going on. And so the girls were like, okay. So they got me out of my seat, made me move to a different seat. And we're like, just breathe, breathe. And, and, uh, they were, um, you know, trying to send me some light to make whatever go away. Cause they knew I was getting physically attacked, but they weren't too sure what was happening. Um, so that evening went on and, uh, had she affected anybody else? Not in that night, not in that. Yeah. In that evening, it was just, why do you think she picked on you because you're the most open of the group? I, well, I think I was, I just walked in there without protecting myself and (laughs) with being, yeah, I was just totally open. I was like, Hey, here I am. But it wasn't a place that. (laughs) I mean, I've been there. Yeah. I've been in this old church a couple of times, and it doesn't seem like a place that we'd have to, you know, protect ourselves. So, because it's all, it's all about you know happiness and light and and learning and everything else. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, didn't even. It'd be a little bit of a shock that something like that, <laughs> something that negative, would would come after you. Yes. Right? Yeah. And like it took a while too before I started feeling water, but yeah, um, I I, I know. If, a lot of times I was going without protecting myself there because I didn't really, yeah, agree with you there. I didn't mm-hmm. think I had to, but I've learned, yes, you always have to. And uh, it wasn't until later I got home and um, 
I noticed that I had red marks on my neck and, and I don't even know really where they came from, but they look like fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it, and it made sense. Like, cause when we were arguing, it was, it was like, she was like almost strangling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it was, it was completely weird because I didn't, I didn't notice that at the church. I didn't notice until I got home and my husband's like, what is going on with your neck? And I'm like, I don't know why. So he took a picture, but mm -hmm. yeah. And you were nice enough to share that photo with me. Yes, so I did. <laughs> we will post it on the uh, mm -hmm. the Facebook page because it's nice yeah. to have a validation. I have seen that picture right? too. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. so it is, uh, you know, I mean, we know that you're not full of, <laughs> full of it. Mm. And uh, I can certainly, and Danny can certainly attest to your newfound out-of-the-closet psychic medium abilities. <laughs> so, uh, So what did you do to get rid of her? Because this, because she was coming after you, after that too, right? Yeah, we had some incidents that happened after at the church. Yeah, at the church, and as the group, we actually did a drumming ceremony to okay. drum her out of the church. Really, and we blasted uh, white light, and we had, like banged together as a group to banish her. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, because it's almost where you know she felt that you didn't belong there. And yet it's like, it's no longer a church. It's you, the spirit that does not belong there now. So move on, right? Had the homeowner, who we both know, had she ever had any incidents with this woman? Yeah, she um, she had a scratch right before we got together for the group. And oh. her daughter saw it. Like she was, uh, like, I know she was uh, like squatting at something or or I can't remember exactly what she said, but then her daughter's like, oh my goodness, mom, you have a scratch down your neck now. And she's like, I, I felt something. Mm. And yeah, she was having kind of a now, battle with her. Do you think that it was an actual spirit of a, a woman or was it something manifesting itself as a woman? No. Because that's always, because, uh, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that's so. always uh, something to think about as well, right? Right. Oh, we definitely but it is gone yeah that lady's gone and that's she caused uh, a few incidents with people being well attacked a little <laughs> it's crazy how mm -hmm. some of them like we're gonna assume that she's just a normal human spirit yeah and not something yep. much nastier how some of them figure out how to manipulate their energy or store mm -hmm. energy and you know, and move things and scratch people and affect them physically right. and psychically. Yeah. You know, obviously the spirit was very attached to the church. Like you said, whether she was took care of the books or took care of the minister, whatever you want. <laughs> In what way? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it actually, it just seems to me, I get the feeling that, that she was really attached to the church and could not understand why you were messing with, uh, you know, something you shouldn't be messing with, according to her. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is if she's so religious, why did she not move on into the light? Right, and exactly. And be with God, right? Or, yeah. And uh, why did she hang back, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many questions. Because maybe she wasn't, you know, maybe the church was a little front for her. Because mm -hmm. no, there's a lot of bad people out there who go yeah. to church. You know, there's serial killers that go to church and oh, rapists yeah. and everything else. And they think that, well, if I put on a good show... Yep. Or, you know, if I go to church and, yeah. and you know. Yeah, I'll get forgiven each week. So That's right. Yeah. 
So <laughs> maybe I don't know. She might be floating around out there trying to get back in, or she's moved <laughs> on. Not. Or <laughs> talk to some of the neighbors and say, "Hey, yeah, you know, anything going on?" And because it's a tiny, tiny little hamlet where this church is, yeah. there's like what four or five homes there. It's not very it's, big. It's a blink and you miss it kind of place. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of neat. Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's a neat building. Yeah. Like I said, it's an old church. Makes me wonder uh, how you said that she was like, stop, stop what you're doing. And, and exactly what that spirit said to us, you know. At uh, the Guelph in, Governor's in, Residence. Yeah, you wonder whether that was a religious figure or something. That, well, he um, didn't attack us, though. No. He just let us all know through his disembodied voice that he was there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was a that was a jaw dropper for yeah. sure. Yeah. Now, you have another story. Yes. So you were, so hopefully people that have been listening have been listening for quite a long time and they are familiar with John, mm -hmm. our former co-host. Yep. He's still a friend. He's, he's out there somewhere. Yep. But uh, he had a lot of incidents where when he was dealing with his poltergeist, which he called Big John, mm -hmm. um, you know, getting punched in the face while he slept, getting slapped, shoved. Mm -hmm. You name it. And one of the more uh, prominent things that happened to him, or more aggressive things, was he woke up one night and his leg was up in the middle of the air. And his, and the spirit was reefing on his ankle. Hmm. And he ended up, you know, it hurt so bad he ended up screaming his head off. And Rachel messaged me, was it yesterday? Or yeah. the day before, no, or whatever. I think it was yesterday, yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I'm reading your book, and I'm reading about the part with John." And, and <laughs> she says, "This happened to me." And right. I was like, "Well, I guess you've got another story to tell." I same thing. I woke up. My leg wasn't up in the air though, but I woke up because uh, my ankle was in so much pain, and it felt like it was dislocated. And I, like, it was. It, it just was so much you know, pain shooting up my leg. It, it startled me out of sleep. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? I'm thinking, you know, like I was just sleeping. It didn't even really occur to me now. That to it tell. could have been something. Yes. But uh, like, it was so bad. I woke up my husband. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I think I've dislocated my ankle and I made him take me to the ER. Is that right? Yes. Well. I couldn't walk. I couldn't put pressure on it. And it was just agonizing. And then I went and saw the doctor. They gave me a shot tore it all and said, come back for x-rays in the morning and came home and it was fine. went to bed. It right. was still in pain. And when I woke up in the morning, there's no pain. It was just gone. Hmm. And that was Were there fine. any, do you remember looking at your ankle, see if there was any marks on yeah, it? Yeah. We looked and it's just like, I don't see anything, but yeah. it's. It wasn't swelled up or anything. No, else. no. It hmm. was excruciating though. It was. Mm -hmm. The weirdest thing than, yeah, when I read the book, I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. hmm. I forgot about that. <laughs> you know, you're getting old when you hurt yourself sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're, uh, you, you weren't dreaming or anything? Or Not that I can remember. That would relate to Yeah. It. You weren't karate kicking anyone I, in maybe, your dreams? Maybe I was having a little... Husband didn't wake up with a black <laughs> eye or anything? <laughs> yeah. Nobody was harmed. <laughs> it was just me. Yeah. Yeah. And but you, but when you think about it now, you think it was something. Oh, definitely, yeah, uh, so, malicious. Yeah, and it was in this house. Yeah, it was in this house. Now, was it the same time when you're going dealing with the church lady spirit? <sighs> I'm trying to even remember the timeline, and to be honest, I probably it was around that same time because I 
think it was because they know ahead yeah. of time that you're coming too. <laughs> sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been cases where we've gone to do investigations, and you know, the week prior, uh, thing odd things will be happening at the location. Like right. when we did the pub. I don't know if you were there for that one, Danny. Not the you pub. Hadn't, you hadn't come back to ship yet. Right. But uh, we were going to do an investigation at the pub in Fergus there. And for the week prior, and this had never, ever happened before. And I know the manager quite well. Mm-hmm. He said every night at like 3 o'clock in the morning, the motion sensors would go off inside the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the alarm would go off. <laughs> you know, and the the police or the alarm company would call him. And he, he literally lives steps away. Right. And they say, yeah, can you go down and... You know, there's something going on. And this happened for a week prior. And then when John connected with the spirit, Mm -hmm. and this is even before I met John physically. Right. He told Tony, he said, yeah, he says there's a spirit of an old man who died in the basement. He says, he's not happy you guys are coming. (laughs) It's like, well, so, I mean, we weren't in the pub talking about the investigation. I mean, I might have gone in and talked to the manager a couple times just to confirm things. Yeah. But why would he care? Why would the spirit care that we're coming to try and communicate with him? Unless yeah. he thought we were going to get rid of him or try to get rid of him or just screw with whatever, yeah. you know, happy life he has at the pub, right? Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was neat because I talked to a, a local historian and she, and I didn't even mention anything about John telling me. And she says, oh, yeah, actually, there's a guy that died in the, in the basement there about 100 years ago. Mm. I was like, hmm. Yeah. So, and he, and uh, when we got some EVPs from the spirit, like he was so bitter. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think I've talked about it before on the podcast. Yeah. And his name was Walter. Yeah. You know, and I had my, my thing going. I said, you know, can you tell me your name? And he, and he had a really thick Scottish accent. And he goes, Walter, get out. (laughs) You're like, holy cow, dude. Settle down. But uh, as far as I know, he's still there. Yeah. You know, haunting the pub. But, uh, oh. and, and then, oh, and the other thing that happened, um, you know, we're talking about being attacked. Uh, one of the, the bartenders, the managers, uh, he lives upstairs. Uh, he's got a neat little apartment above the pub. And he is a total skeptic. Doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he was waking up from a nap. And this is the week before the investigation and he f- he felt hands around his ankle trying to drag him out of, off the, the couch huh. and he was so spooked by it he said he said dan i swear I, I laid on that couch with my eyes closed for three hours before i had the nerve to open them up <laughs> but he's still a skeptic yeah, but I, I think that helps him yeah you know with his mindset yeah because well if i don't believe in it then it's not true right and he's never listened to any of the evps or or anything like that, and well, he's never asked to either. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then he tells me that he bought his ten-year-old a Ouija board. <laughs> I'm like, oh man! I yeah. said, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I, I think that's. I was it. waiting for the phone call. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. can you come over here and you know check out what's going on in my apartment? But yeah, no. Well. And I think it, it's it's one of those things where you, when you're talking about. Uh, going to a place to clear it or find out what's going on, uh, I, I believe it opens that door for them. It does. Um, you can feel it. Yeah. And I know uh, 
Carrie Lynn, who we had on here on our program, uh, psychic out of the Guelph area, she had, as says, when she does her readings, she says, oftentimes before, the day or two before sometimes, the spirit comes to them at that time, right? Wow. Starts hanging out with her. Because right? <laughs> they're eager to get, you know, yeah. be first in line. Yeah, get... they know that, you know, that their their wife or whoever was coming, to, you know, and yeah, they were just, uh, so, yeah, so it's totally, I think they know it's the vibration. Well, it's like even when I was talking about Diane mm -hmm. and she showed up right here beside me. Yeah. And we weren't using her real voice nope. or her real name, sorry. Right. Yeah. But we were talking about her or I was talking about her and I was putting that signal out and boom. Yep. Showed up and Rachel's like, ah, there's a, yep. you know, <laughs> a young lady behind you. And you know what? I talk about her now and she'll probably show up again. Yeah. Which is fine because she's yep. you know, a cool young lady. And, uh, and I still remember uh, sitting at the pub with, with you and John and started talking about, uh, about Newstead. Oh, the rock situation. Right. Uh, um, the old brewery the old brewery and and the mill there beside it and i was just saying i'd love to get into those places and i was you know going on about that and then john just kind of went into this phase where it's like oh he says there's a guy right here now telling me all about that you know like yeah, he's, he's not happy yeah. he's, all, he's all pissed <laughs> off because the german settlers got more beer than the scottish guys and yeah they were paid in beer for their rocks <laughs> you know, beer for their field rocks their, yeah so, so that they could build these places and he and, said Afterwards, when he was driving home, yeah, that guy was on him the whole yeah, time and followed him home. And he's like, "Dude, you know, yeah. I can't help you." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And the thing is, we never did get to investigate any of these places, no. but uh, you know, you opened the door for some reason. We touched on that a little bit last episode, where where we talked about uh, if you want to be a paranormal investigator or you want to, you know, open yourself up and become a medium or do tarot cards or whatever. It's not something you take for granted mm -hmm. because something that you don't like or yep. or doesn't like you might show up and then you've got something you can't get rid of. Yeah. Or you might have a hard time getting rid of or yeah. right. Because you know, even regular old spirits, sometimes they can be real jerks, right? Because if you were a jerk in life, you're gonna be a jerk in death, probably. Mm -hmm. That's why they haven't moved on because they think, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe there's something to this heaven and hell thing, and I don't want to get. Yeah, I want to go into the light and be judged yeah. or punished. But but who was it that told us on the podcast that they can come and go as they please? I think a lot of them don't know that though. Yeah. Right. Because when when I was a kid. Yeah. And that lady channeled the, the spirit that was tormenting me, mm -hmm. and she got rid of him. He went into the light, and there was a man waiting for him. He was gone, and the moment he left, the whole atmosphere of the house changed. My dad and I felt fantastic. Yeah. And uh, but she said, "You've got to be careful, yeah, not to open yourself up because he could come back." Yeah. And I'm like, well, if he's gone into the light, like, yeah, isn't there someone over there that's going to smack some sense into him and say, "Hey, yeah, he you know," so. but who knows what? Who yeah. knows what's on the other side for real, right? Right. Exactly. So yeah, but. Which, by the way, I did see an oh. episode of my paranormal <laughs> something or other. Yes. So, <laughs> did you watch Michelle's? Yes. I haven't watched. Is it? Uh, yeah, it yes. was. It was more about her sister. Oh, okay. And then Michelle made a few comments. All right. So, there's a show on TV. 
It's mm. called My Paranormal Nightmare. That's and I, I don't know if it's in the States or not. It Maybe. Because um, it's the same people that produce my paranormal... There's so many of them now. Or, yeah. Or <laughs> the other show when I was on twice with John. Yeah. I, I uh, forget what it was called. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's called My Paranormal Nightmare. And it's all about people when they were children mm-hmm. who had encounters. And I talked in length about... The spirit that tormented me mm. when I was a kid. My sister was on there. Yep. Did you watch it? No. No? no. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, did you? Oh, I, I was wondering why you never I mentioned looked like it. A, I looked like a said. beached friggin' whale on this show. I've since <laughs> lost like 40 pounds. Yeah. With, you know, and they didn't like, I didn't shave. Yeah. They didn't put any, like I had dark circles under my eyes. Like, I just looked you just, awful. You weren't happy about no. it. No, yeah. and I was wearing like a hoodie, like a frumpy looking hoodie. And, and the guy was like, I said, what do you want me to wear? He's like, oh, that's good. Sit down. Yeah. You know, and, but whatever. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I wish it would go away. Right. But anyhow. So you look like you just woke up from the nightmare? <laughs> I look like I hadn't gone to sleep. That's the problem. And uh, yeah, my paranormal nightmare. Or season one, episode three. three. Yeah. The, the middle segment, I think. Yeah. And Michelle, who is, is part of uh, Ship. Ship, is number one. Yeah. And you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, yeah. look away. <laughs> when I'm on you the know, screen, please look away. I was so curious because uh, Tony put it up on our, our yeah, little thanks, ship Tony. comment. And, and I thought, okay, wonder why Dan never mentioned this on the podcast. <laughs> but, but you know what? I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. They didn't tell me that it was airing. Yeah. Like, And my sister kept asking me, when's our show going to be on? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like, the girl that I was dealing with, the producer, she's not there anymore. Yeah. And then Tony said, oh, I just watched your episode. I'm like, what episode? Yeah. Oh, Paranormal Survivor. That's the other show. Oh, that was the other show, yeah, yeah. So I've been on that twice. Right. And uh, Was it the same story? No. no. The first one was with uh, Melissa. Melissa, Remember yeah. our, our first guest? Yes. I think it was like episode three, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah and she, she listens to the podcast, yeah. too. So, uh, yeah. So that was with Melissa. And then the second one was John telling about his story about being attacked by... Right. The poltergeist and, and everything So else. this was the first time telling your story yes. on video. I mean, you yeah. told it to us. Oh, for sure. And your book has is, is got more detail to it. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but, oh, my God. I wish I was wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. My wife goes, but you don't look like that. Oh, yeah. I'm like, whatever. I said, you know, yeah. camera adds 10 pounds. I'm like, well, how many cameras were on me? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I'm so going to have to watch this. Oh. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, look at that guy. Hideous. But anyway. Well, goes to show you why I'm in radio. So. <laughs> and I, and I'm on a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> so we will get more into the protection part as the uh, our listener yep. asked. But I, I was going to talk about some other things that have happened. Uh, and you're, you're aware of a lot of these, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing my psychic development course with uh, a gentleman named Mark, the Olive Reader. Yes, um, from England originally. Yeah, you yeah. know he lives here. Um, when I was doing the session, now there was, I want to say about 14 of us and him. And the spirits in that room were unbelievable. They were all like crowd, crowding in the in the foyer. Mm-hmm. Like to get in, I could see them. Yeah, like it was crazy. But there was one spirit, and I immediately got his name, Jason. And mm-hmm. he was a young guy, uh, average height, average build. 
And whatever he was doing to me was making me off, feel awful. I, I felt like I was having a panic attack. And the two ladies on either side of me, they were picking up on it. And they were looking at me and they're like, and they're looking at each other and they're like, there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I looked at Mark and I said, and this is the funny thing. He wasn't picking up on it. And I said, you've got to get this guy off me. Like mm-hmm. He's really affecting me. And the two girls, they were like, they didn't know what to do. And, and they're like, you know, should we, you know, should we put our hands on him or, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I was like, just leave me alone. And the spirit, for whatever reason, singled me out and made me feel like crap. And I don't know why. And finally, he just kind of drifted off. And I can't remember if I tried to hit him with light or put a bubble around myself or whatever. Or I don't know if Mark, the guy who was teaching the course, did something. Yeah. But uh, he knew of him, but he wasn't aware that he, what he was doing to me. And I don't know if it was a, he had malicious intent or maybe he was just trying to connect with me and it was making me feel yeah. awful. But, uh, yeah, that was... That's probably the last time I felt attacked by something. Mm-hmm. But you know, I you, you've listened to the podcast. I've been punched in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been you know I've been psychically attacked lots of times, right? Yeah. And that thing where you don't take it for granted, uh, you know, and, and I'm bad for this is protecting myself. Mm-hmm. I don't ground myself. I don't put a bubble of light around myself. I, you know, I don't uh, close my chakras and mm-hmm. and things like that. And those are things that uh, I was told to do when I was a kid by that by right. that psychic. And uh, there are times when I'll I'll try to do it, right? And I know there's interference. I know there's something not wanting me to do it because it'll take me like six, seven times to do it because right. I get so easily distracted or or I forget what I'm doing, or my mind just wanders, and I know that something's trying to affect me. Yeah. And John used to say that too when he used to, you know, do his yeah. his light sessions and everything else. And uh, one of the things that I was told, and and I have done this, is uh, the disco ball of light. Oh yeah. And this one lady, a psychic medium in our neck of the woods. She told me that she imagines a small little disco ball, like the size of a marble, and she expands it. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's super, super bright, reflective on the outside. And it just pushes everything out of your home and off your property, anything dark. And when it works, you'll really feel it. Like you'll feel that, you know, you'll feel lighter. You'll feel you'll feel better after it happens. Disco ball. Yeah, and I've done it to uh, mm-hmm. other homes, and people have mentioned that oh, I feel I feel better. Like if you're texting them, and yeah, you know, and so there's that confirmation where they'll say, "Oh, it was really quiet last night. What did you do?" Like I didn't have any incidents. Mm-hmm. They say, "Well, I did the the disco ball of light, and and uh, yeah, it worked." Hmm. And you know, and we always talk about intention. Yeah, I mean we've we've beat that into people's heads before. Yeah, is that if you believe that it will work, then it will. You know, some people use sage. Some yep. people use Palo Santo. Yep, which is another wood. Uh, yep, people use crystals. Yeah, crucifixes, holy water, whatever. Yeah, right. And but sometimes it doesn't work. 
right? Yeah. Like poor Melissa, uh, when she was having issues, uh, her aunt or her grandma or somebody had given her holy water. Mm-hmm. And she'd spritzed it around the house and thought, well, that'll work. Mm-hmm. And then she she put it on top of the fridge, I believe, and then went to go do something. And then when she came back, it was the bottle was on top of the garbage can. Yeah. And that was like the spirit saying, this is what I think your holy water. <laughs> yeah. Right? But he was just a regular spirit. Mm-hmm. Joe Schmo, bit of a wimp, actually. Yep. And John and, and Melissa got rid of him by saging, and John pushed him out of the house, and he never came back. Yeah. So we have no idea where he went, but we don't care as long as he's not bothering <laughs> Melissa, right? Yeah. So yeah, there are a lot of things you can do, mm-hmm. but you need to have the proper mindset. Yeah. And yeah. Michelle de Roche talks about that a yeah. lot too. Mindset yeah. and intent. Yeah. You got to have that belief in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And that's what I, I think of the whole thing with holy water too is, I mean, if, if you just say, oh, I got holy water, that's good enough, you know. <laughs> not really. <laughs> not really. Because unless you really have that belief that the, uh, the holy water is going to work for you and you put your faith into it. Um, yeah. Or anything. Uh, I have a, a crystal at home that, that I bring out every once in a while. I Put it in the sun, wash it up, put it in the sun, get some energy off of it. There are some days I pick that thing up and it just tingles me right through, right? And uh, it, you know, it's to me that's sort of my protection. My, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I don't use it all the time, but uh, you know, I like to energize it. And uh, yeah, um, and different people talk about uh, crystals, and there's so many different kinds, and it can, you know, we need to find an expert on yeah, on exactly crystals because it is. Fascinating. Yes. Yeah. But again, I think it's it's the belief that you put put in in them and what you're going to get out of them type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, like my wife, uh, she has her own salon. She's mm-hmm. an esthetician, so she has women coming in all the time, day in day out. You know, and and we always joke that you know the doctor is in because right. you know she's the she's their psychiatrist and sure. you know, oh, yeah. while they're getting their nails done, they're unloading on her, and it's, it's a lot of it's always negative, right? And she's yeah. trying to oh you know trying to be upbeat and everything else, <laughs> but someone said, well, does she use any crystals to protect herself? Yeah, and I was oh I never really thought of that. You yeah, know? you know me the, the paranormal right? guy, and, yeah. yeah. So they said take a, a, a rock. Yeah. of black tourmaline. It's not really a crystal. It kind of looks like a lump of coal. Right. It's black tourmaline. She said, put it between her and the client. Yeah. So I said, well, you know, you just can't put this ugly black rock on her desk. So they said, well, duct tape it underneath. They won't even see it. Mm-hmm. But I think my wife just put it to the side. So it's kind of between the two of them. Yeah. And they also said a white candle. Yeah. Burn, burn a white candle. Like, just find the biggest white yeah. candle you can find, and and have it going while the clients are there, and that will draw out the negative energy. Yeah. But I think it's also she has to believe it will work. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Has to get that crystal intention to mm-hmm. absorb the negativity. Because it's yeah. it's not about the object. Mm-hmm. It's about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's right. Because you know I've joked about this before, and I said, well. You know, what if I ran around the house with a Batman action figure mm-hmm. and said, the power of Batman compels you, <laughs> you know, to get out. Yeah. And they and people have said, yeah. as long as you believe it'll work and that it empowers yeah. you, it'll work. I'd yeah. like to see you do this. Right? <laughs> I'm <No>. Batman. 
I know um, <laughs> that I've, I've read about crystals that when you go out and buy them, the crystal should pick you and not you picking the crystal. Mm. And uh, I got a story. So yeah, yeah I was just going to say that uh, with me, and I had went into Indigo of all places, right? And they Which did, is a, a, a book huge bookstore yeah. here in Canada. And they had some set out there, and and I just went over and I picked one up, and right away, I mean, this thing just seemed like it was vibrating in my hand, right? Yeah. And I didn't buy it. I put it back down, right? And I was telling my son Jake, I says, "Man, you know that, you know, maybe I should buy that, right?" And and I didn't. And then we left. And then a couple of days later, there was something that Jake had to pick up again. So we went back to that mall. I said, "Let's go. Uh, let's see. I'm going to buy this." Was thing. it gone? No. Oh. But the thing was, is that they moved the display, right? And I'm panicking, right? <laughs> I got to find this thing, right? But I, when I did find it, you know, I thought, I think that's the one. And I picked up another one, and it's like nothing. Yeah. You know, and then I reached and I grabbed that one again and I felt it. And it's like, that's the one, right? So I did purchase it then. Right. So. so last episode, the lady who contacted me, whose, whose father is having a lot of issues, like a lot of dark entities in his yeah. home. She is right into crystals. She's a Reiki practitioner. Oh, she wow. loves her incense, her sage, everything. And when she had me come over to her home and very, very light feeling. In the house, mm-hmm. like like I said to her, I said, "Oh, I said I could have a fantastic nap mm-hmm. in there, in here, right?" And she's like, "Oh, that's you know." She thought that was that was hilarious, but she put all these crystals out, and she said, "Move your hand over them, and tell me what you feel." Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what any of them were, you know. And some of them were nicer looking than the sure. others, but I just kind of tried to ignore them as I put my hand over. And then my hand went over one, and I, it was like you said, it almost started to feel. Yeah. Like my palm was vibrating. Yeah. And was, uh, you know, I've always taken the you know the crystal thing with a, a grain of salt. Yep. But I was like, hmm. Yeah. You know, I feel. And she says that one. She says take it. Then. Yeah. She says, that one. That one yeah. wants to be with you. And well, I was like, oh, that's cool. And uh, you know, she talked about you know doing Reiki for mm-hmm. protection. Yeah. Um, I know. One of the homes that Tony and I went to to do uh, an investigation, like a mini, mini investigation, someone had painted a Reiki symbol in the basement on the wall of the... Uh, oh, yes. and That's different. Yeah. But the boyfriend at the time painted over it. And as soon as he painted over it, everything started up in this house. Yeah. And he went from being a lovable... You know, nice guy to being a total jerk, yeah. like abusive yeah. and angry all the time. And she had to dump him and kick him out. Yeah. But she said, well, it was happened right after this Reiki symbol. Yeah. And she, it was a rental property. So whoever had lived there previous, yeah. I guess, was having issues and had someone come in and paint this Reiki symbol. It was big. Yeah. It was like a couple wow. feet tall. Yeah, I remember seeing the picture. Yeah. And you might want to find somebody else to come back and put that yeah. uh, Reiki symbol in. But when Tony and I were there, there was a punching bag hanging from the rafter. Mm-hmm. And it started to swing on its own. <laughs> and we're looking at it and we're trying to debunk. And it was a concrete floor because it's yeah. a basement. And, like, there's no vibrations and there's nobody walking around upstairs. Yeah. Uh, a lot of crazy orbs, and I and I, I think I did put pictures of it on the on the mm-hmm. Facebook page at the time, 
when we went back upstairs, the, the young lady came down and she said, oh, did the punching bag move? Yeah. <laughs> we looked at each other and we're like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And we showed her the pictures of the orbs, like really weird, milky, ghosty looking orbs. Yeah. And I said, well, I said, you know, you might want to uh, look at getting a Reiki practitioner in there. And, but apparently with Reiki, it it has to be perfect. Yeah. It can't have any flaws in it. Looking it, that up. Yeah. When, it when needs to be thing. exactly like, yep. you know, the picture. So and you're speak. not supposed to damage it. And, of oh, course. Oh, and yeah. the guy painted over it. Yeah. And went from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So. Yeah, I read that, too, where the Reiki symbol has to be exact. It mm-hmm. can't be. You know, and Reiki mm-hmm. hasn't been around that long. No. It's only been around, like, 100 years, I think. Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, Developed by a Japanese uh, gentleman. I don't, you know, I'll have to look into. Actually, I've been trying to get a, a Reiki master on the mm-hmm. show. So that'd be interesting. It would be. I remember once when I so he has a little metaphysical shop in Guelph, mm-hmm. and when I was in there, met him the first time. He did some of his Jedi mind <laughs> tricks of Reiki on me, and I was like. Oh, okay, it works. <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Yeah, right. well, you know, it, okay. it was kind of a little I don't bit, know a whole lot about it. It was so a little that. funny and a little yeah. embarrassing, a little awkward because he got real serious and he put his hand in front of me and and then got real concerned looking and he moved his hand down in front of me and I, it almost felt like someone pulled a plug hmm. and I was draining. But I felt better after. Yeah. I was like, hmm. And he has cleared bad attachments from people using Reiki. Yep. And he has a drum. I don't know if you've ever seen the drums that some of the Reiki practitioners use. It's mm-hmm. a huge, like a snare drum, but it's yeah. like oval. Okay. It's almost shaped like a Around popsicle stick. No. No? It's like, you know, a tambourine. Oh, okay. But yeah. it's really long. It's like the length of the bed. Yeah. And you lay down and he taps on it and he goes yeah. boom, boom. And he swipes his hand off the end of it. So it's kind of like drawing mm-hmm. the negativity off you. And then he's like getting rid of it like he's pushing hmm. it away so, so he you, puts this thing on you or? no it just sits above it's oh, like it a, it's like a canopy yeah almost. Okay. You, you kind of get underneath it yeah. on, on the bed like i'm way yeah. too bloody tall for it i'll probably have to <laughs> lay on the floor yeah <laughs> but I, i've almost been tempted to get it you know to yeah get him to do it one day pay yeah. him but i i have had a little bit of experience with reiki yeah and oh. there's something about drum beats, and you mentioned that oh, earlier. Yeah, it got rid of that one spirit for you. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of power. Mm-hmm. We drums. have to get that lady on the podcast. Yes, right. Yes, you're our connection. Yes, right. I so, would love yeah. that. She sounds pretty interesting too. <laughs> yeah, we need a drummer for the band anyway. There we go. <laughs> we, need a, we need a Neil Peart. <laughs> Do you uh, want to take a bit of a break and sure? Come back and uh, Absolutely. talk some more. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Hey, welcome back to Phantom Faction Podcast. So where were we, Dan? So we were talking about uh, protecting yourself. Yes. And we were talking about Reiki. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to go back to the crystals yes. for, a, for a quick second because... When John was having a lot of his issues, when things, you know, poor John mm-hmm. was so open and, you know, his property had a huge portal behind it. And, you know, the poor guy, he just couldn't win, right? Right. Every day there was something going on at his place. 
Yeah. And I don't know how he stayed there. And he's still there as far as I know. Yeah. So the one day he messaged me, messages me and says, there's a, a, a spirit here and it's a guy in a trench coat and a hat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. And he said, uh, he said, he looks like he's lost and he's, tr- and he's trying to find his way. I said, well, are you going to try and help him? He said, yeah, absolutely. But then the spirit tried to grab him and said something like, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. And this thing uh, turned into this dark shadow and it was had the fedora on and the trench coat. And if anybody listens or is really interested in the paranormal, they'll have heard of the hat man, mm-hmm. shadow person. And this is a worldwide phenomenon. Ton, like thousands and thousands of people all over the world um, have seen this thing. And sometimes it's like a cowboy hat. Sometimes it's like an undertaker's hat, like, you know, like the wrestler dude. Oh, yeah. Um, the undertaker. Yeah. And sometimes it's a fedora, something like that. But it's always, he's got a suit on or a trench coat. And John saw this thing. And he reached out to a lady who lives in my area. And I would love to have this person on the podcast. But she mm-hmm. is so biased towards this sort of thing, podcasts right. and paranormal investigators. Because she thinks we're riling up spirits and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But this woman has unbelievable abilities. And she told she talked to John and she said, you need to get a selenite lamp. And I'd heard of them before, and I've seen them. And it's like a milky white rock. Mm-hmm. Really nice. It almost looks like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you've seen the old uh, Superman movie, you know, right. with, with the Fortress of Solitude. It kind of looks like those crystals, right? Yeah, that's right. And she said, get a selenite lamp, put it on your nightstand, or put it in your bedroom, turn it on at night. And John got one. I, I don't know where he got it. He went to a, some mm-hmm. metaphysical shop in his area and put it up. Lit, you know, lit it up, and he said around two or three in the morning, a voice woke him up and said, "Look outside." And he got up, walked to the window, and he looked out, and there was the shadow man standing in his backyard, hmm. and he was pissed because he couldn't get in the house uh-huh. because of the lamp. Right. And this is another time where John and I were dealing with, uh, and I don't know if we've spoken about this, these those little energy draining entities. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked to you about them. Yeah. But they they kind of look like uh they kind of look like little reptiles. Mm-hmm. And John saw one almost in full color standing in his hallway. Yeah. And it was trying to get into his room, but it couldn't because of the lamp. Like mm-hmm. it would stop, it would kind of like, you know, like you know when you open the door for your cat. Yep. And it's raining out or it's snowing and he's like, eh, do I want to go in there?" You know, put his little paw in and test the waters. And then back off. He said it was just like that. Yeah. And this thing wouldn't come in the room. So the selenite lamp right. worked really well for John. Yeah. Because it got rid of these little energy draining entities that he was dealing with. It got rid of the hat man. And he never came back. Yeah. Um, that I know of. And, you know, a lot of people talk about Himalayan salt lamps. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of faith in those. Because I don't think a lot of them are actually Himalayan salt lamps. Like they come from China, and yep. you know, and and I think you really need to go to a reputable uh, rock dealer, or yep. crystal dealer, and get a real one. And th- it might cost you a little bit more, but I think the selenite lamps are are the way to go. 
Mm-hmm. And people have talked about putting uh, uh, pieces of selenite above your doorways okay. to keep spirits from coming in the home. You know, we've talked about uh, salt. You put salt in the corners of your home or the corners of your property. It absorbs negative energy, things like that. But crystals, I, I think selenite, for me anyway, mm-hmm. that's my strong belief that it, that selenite is the way to go. And uh, you can find it on Amazon. But I wouldn't suggest it. Right. You know, but if you have a metaphysical shop in your area, yeah, then ask them. Yeah. You got some selenite. And you know, I, I keep a little crystal of it in my on my front door. I keep some of it in my uh, paranormal uh, briefcase. You know, with with mm-hmm. our ghost hunting equipment, yeah. just in case, right? So there's and, a difference between uh, selenite and the salt lamp. Yeah, um, I think I think the selenite repels negative energy, yeah. and I think the salt lamp is supposed to empower you. Like I think it's supposed to give off. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I should have really looked into it more, but mm-hmm. and we will. We'll we'll find yep. someone who's an expert on on the crystals. Yeah, and, and we'll. And I always we'll... thought these the um, salt lamp was to help with um, uh, radio frequencies and electronics. And, oh, yeah, maybe. But I'm not sure. Well, you know, <laughs> if if someone has one at home and they're listening, send yep. us a message and. Yeah. Let us know if it actually works for you. Yeah. Or what you're using it for. or what? Yeah. You know, yeah. Or do you just have it because it looks nice? Yeah. And they are pretty. Yeah. Especially when you light them up. Yeah. Yeah. I We got, I believe it It would be in a, a salt lamp, but it, uh, we got it on a trip to um, Mackinac Island. And, uh, of course, like you said, you don't know whether they come from China or, or yeah. whatever, but they're kind of nice. But you can put like a... A little candle thing in it if you want or you know but I can remember that one day we had it in our room on sitting on the piano and uh, it absorbed I mean it was soaked the next day oh wow you know like uh, whether it was like the humidity or whatever like that but apparently they work that way as well like oh. help with the humidity or and it's like wow I didn't know that like I thought there was something wrong. It's like this thing is wet, right? Like, but it, and then it was dry the next day. It was fine, mm. you know. And it hasn't happened since, so I don't know what the deal was. Huh. Somebody Maybe. poured <laughs> trying to put it out. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, and that's without having the 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 actual uh, candle inside or whatever. But now people put little tea lights in them, type of thing too. Yep. So white white candles, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Always, always use a white candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have to get a crystal uh, person in here. Definitely. Or mm. on the phone. Yeah, we're on the phone. Well, I'm gonna work on the Reiki master. Right. Because he's an interesting guy. He's got some really. He's he's good. He's a good speaker too. Yeah. So he he will really mm-hmm. enlighten us with a lot of Reiki knowledge. And one of the other things I want to touch on for protection, and I think this is one of the most important things you could do, is to ground yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yep. I've had people say, well, what, what's that? And grounding means your connection with the earth. And you don't have, to, like some people say, you should be outside barefoot on the grass when, yep. to do it and everything else. After a lightning storm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I've laid in bed with socks and slippers on or whatever. Yeah. And done it. And what you want to do 
is you want to envision roots growing out of your feet, the soles of your feet, and going down into the earth mm-hmm. as far down as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And they're spreading through the soil right down to the core of the earth. And you want to envision all the dark negative stuff in your body, in your yep. life, going down into these roots and dispersing it into the earth. And then you're bringing back light. Right. And you're filling up the roots and up your legs, your torso, your arms, your head, everything. And when you do it properly, you will feel much better. Yeah. And there are, I mean, there's other variations mm-hmm. of doing it. Like some mm-hmm. people say to surround yourself with in uh, with mirrors. Oh, okay. Facing out. I'm sure I'd want to do that. No, <laughs> facing out, uh-huh. right? Or, or like uh, envelop yourself in a ball of light after right. you ground yourself. And this is something that we always say that we're going to do before an investigation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and always <Yep>. forget. <laughs> at least Tony and I always forget. Yeah. And uh, uh, I know you do it. You're pretty good at remembering. Yeah. But you should re- remind me and Tony <laughs> and the other folks too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that I, I like to do is, is go for a walk in the woods or uh, down a path, touch a tree, just... You know, hug a tree. Feel it. Yeah. Hug a tree if you want. Yeah. yeah I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. You know, literal it's, tree huggers, right? You, you literally feel the energy of, of even that tree and uh, it really mm-hmm. helps ground you with the... And sunlight. Yes. Sunlight is important. You know, if you've got... You feel you have negative energies in your home or there's something going on. Yeah. Get out into the sun. Lay down on the grass. Yeah. You know, uh, ask your spirit guides to help you. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things you can do. It's yep. that intention you put out, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and yep. are you picking up on anybody in your living room? Yeah. I've seen someone. <laughs> I, so behind you, Danny, yeah. there's been someone over your right shoulder a couple times. I keep getting like a white blip of light from something. And Miss Rachel? That's like, Is that the guy? That's the guy, the yeah. confused? That keeps coming in and leaving and okay. coming in and leaving. On our, on our break, <laughs> Rachel said that, there was the spirit of an old man who seems very confused and he keeps popping in to the house. You think he's recently deceased? Is that why he's confused? I can't, like, I've been asking him some questions and he, he's like, what am I doing? What am I, he's just so confused. He's in the kitchen now. Yeah, he's been coming in this room and leaving and I get goosebumps. Yeah. I think his name is Martin. Marty. That's, Seems to, yeah. Yeah. You know me, I'm good with names, right? <laughs> You are good mm-hmm. with names. So, I don't know why, but... We'll keep that in mind. I'll check the obituary list. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can just Google it right now. <laughs> Go yes. into the light, Martin, and we'll be fine. Did he come in with one of you two? What did you do? <laughs> yeah. You know me and people, right? Clingers. Yeah. So. I said, leave your spirits at the door. <laughs> so I didn't ground myself. Yeah, that's the problem, See? right? And, and it's funny, and I think it was my grandmother who uh, often shared stuff with me and stuff. But she would talk about get outside, take your shoes and socks off. Yes. Right? Oh. And she and walk through the grass and you know stuff like that. Right? Watch the dog poop. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's just something to that as well. And I think I read something too that, of course when they developed and made rubber 
you know, it was certainly good for the feet as far as protecting your feet and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. not allowing that energy to come up through, right? So exactly. uh, the Dutch were wearing wooden shoes. That was good for them because wood is natural, right? And Natives were using so, leather, like yeah. deer yeah. hide, right? Yeah, and natural stuff. So People in Africa were running around barefoot yeah. or the same type of thing, right? Yeah. Like bark or whatever they used or leaves to protect their feet. Yeah. yeah. But now every shoe is chemicals. Rubber bottom, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, when I do my grounding, I like I do the, you know, uh, the roots. Your, your roots and that. And then I take like a cell phone charger and connect it to the bottom of my feet and then connect it to Mother Earth's energy field. Oh, okay. Not literally. Not literally, but (laughs) I envision this and I plug in and absorb that energy and yeah. And I can tell when I forget to do the Right. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I was a kid and Mm -hmm. that lady, that psychic medium got rid of the spirit that tormented me, Mm -hmm. she had me do something called closing my doors. And if you want to try this at home, you will feel better. So what you want to do is sit comfortably or lay down comfortably, close your eyes, and imagine a book, an open book above your head. Close the book, and then imagine a book, an open book in front of your face. Close the book, seal it shut. And these are your chakras, too. I didn't know that at the time. And at your Adam's apple, you close the door. Boom, shut it. Your chest, your heart, close the door. Your stomach, close the door. At your groin, it was a it was a camera shutter, like the, you know, yep. and it would shut. And at the base of your spine, do the same thing, camera shutter. And then she had me envision taking a black garbage bag over the, over my head and covering my my body completely and tying it off at the bottom. And she said, you have to do this when you go to bed and when you wake up because it will keep you uh, from drawing that guy back in, Mm -hmm. that spirit. And you know what? I did it for years. I I can't remember how old I was. I was maybe like 13, Mm -hmm. 14 when she came to the home and got rid of this spirit. And she says, you have to do this till you're 21. Oh, wow. And there'd be times where I'd forget, right? Sure. But I religiously did this. And she said, because if you don't, he's going to come back. Yeah. And she didn't want me to watch horror movies, read Stephen King novels. And I had just started to read, right. like, get into that sort of stuff. Sure. And, like, scary comics and ghost stuff. And I was like, you know, this is torture. Yeah. <laughs> right? But she said, well, if you want that guy to come back, yeah. then this is what you have to do. So she said, close your doors yeah. when you go to bed and when you wake up. And stay away from the dark, nasty movies and literature and things like that until you're 21. <laughs> and uh, I did it. And I don't think he ever came back. Yeah. And the interesting thing, too, is she had said, if you think he does come back, or if you notice a change in the home, she said, call me. And she said, just the sound of her voice would be enough for to get rid of him again. Wow. And, you know, the, this was years and years before the internet, you know, before you could Google search people. And she was an older lady at the time anyway. Mm-hmm. She probably passed away, you know, a long time ago. 
But I always thought I, I tried for years mm-hmm. to just find her. Yeah. Because I just wanted to see if it worked. Yeah. Like, see if I felt any different if I called her. Yeah. And she said, you know, hello. Because <laughs> she's, yeah. she's from Wales or something. You know, mm-hmm. that was my terrible Welsh accent. <laughs> but uh, I always wanted to see what would happen if I got a hold of her and, and called her. Mm-hmm. And never, she must, you know, if she was still alive, she'd probably be 100 years old now. Right. But the the other gentleman that she came with, he died in 1993. Hmm. So I can't even connect with him, unfortunately. Right. So he, he was the guy that assisted her with moving the spirit along. Mm-hmm. So, but, oh well. Well, it's interesting, the whole shutting the doors and, mm-hmm. yeah. And try it. And yeah. you know, you'll feel better. You'll you'll feel different. Yeah. So you so, you're, you're pretty much covering your whole body with yeah. closing those different so doors. Close the book at the top of your head, book in front of your face. Yeah. Door at your throat, door at your chest, door at your stomach, camera shutter at your groin, camera shutter at the base of your spine, and then a garbage bag completely covering your body and tie it off at the bottom. Pretty protective, <laughs> really. Well, you know, it's just your chakras. All right. Well, I think we'll leave it at that and uh Another yep. another good show. Protect yourself. Right. Um, any other questions like that? Uh, please get a hold of us. Yeah, Facebook page. Yep. Or yep. the email phantomfaction at outlook dot com. Well, glad. And we always say, if you have any cool ghost stories or paranormal stories, get yep. a hold of us. We'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, and if you got a suggestion uh, for a guest or even. topic, so yeah, suggestion for a topic. Or, you, you know, guests, we just talked about crystals and stuff. We'd love to have somebody that knows all about crystals. So mm-hmm. if you know somebody like that, let us know. Uh, we'll and see don't forget, Rachel's doing readings yeah. over Zoom or Facebook Live. Right. And Instagram. Yep. Closet Medium Rachel. Spelled R-A-E. Your mom just had to be different, huh? Darn right. Oh, well. Special. That's why. Special. Limited edition. The chosen one. Oh, that's me. The chosen one. I'm just special. All right. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Protect yourself. Phantom Faction Podcast. A podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.